podcast podcast 20 episode wrap up brought to you by brought to you by brought to you by Brought to you by Ridge Straight up Ridge I'm talking about Ridge Litton Springs, you know the deal 2011, that's when we packed the steel When I'm talking about steel I don't mean guns Because I'd never packed guns I only packed Ridge From 2011 and a couple years before 2009, good year also. The first time I ever learned about wine, and I don't know that much about wine, but the first time I really heard about it was uh, in like 2001. I, I mean, I heard about wine before, but not from a like a dorky geeky standpoint um of people rating it talking about it drinking it and um critiquing it um it really sounded cool because there has been so many things in my life that i got geeky and dorky about for a short period of time and in the whole bunch of range of things and and uh yeah, anywhere from just like Die Hard, being obsessed with that and watching and watching it enough to where you can see Bruce Willis being less of a character, like playing John McCain, like John John McClane becomes like whatever Bruce Willis wants to do later on as Die Hard goes on. But at the beginning, he's like working really hard trying to portray this character. And, you know, you could also just watch Die Hard 1 through 5 or whatever just to be like, hey, that's cool. But you can kind of analyze the shit. And then when I heard about uh, wine, people doing that with wine, I guess something about it was a a little bit... uh, Like, I I kind of... um, I did the thing. I went to Napa for a week and toured around and part of it was um straight up bs you know i mean we made a bunch of jokes about all you have to do is say these words around people and you can have a conversation with whoever in napa and that's true um if you're the fir- here's what happens a lot of times with wine. If you're the first person to say a flavor that you taste in it, like hmm. It's fruity, but I taste a little oak in there. Then most of the people standing around you will be like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I taste that as well. The oak. Yeah, yeah. Really oaky actually." I mean, I definitely taste the fruit, but yeah, a lot of oak in there. Yeah. And earth. I taste a little earth. Oh, earth, right. Earth. And you can easily make jokes about that stuff, but 
people actually know that as well. It's you got to remember that. And everything that you can kind of take deeper, there's a a joke that can be made about it and there is a real true point that can be made about it. Balancing those lines with people is how you become friends, you know. If somebody likes a line that you're on, then you tend to become friends with them. It's also good, though, to put yourself in situations where people disagree with you. And the greatest thing that I can imagine in terms of conversations with people is two people to disagree and have an intelligent conversation with one another. It just doesn't happen. It's so hard. I've mentioned this guy before in the podcast, but a a really deep friend of mine, Karsh McCabe, who I don't really talk to that much anymore because we almost don't even have to. It's gotten to that point. We went through all the cycles of enjoying each other's company to hating each other's company to needing each other's company to being fucking almost killed by each other's company. Uh, All of it. And one of the truest things that I remember learning through all of my experiences with Karsh McCabe is the thing about disagreeing and having a conversation. And if you can pull that off... It can be a six-hour conversation, completely stressful, but engaging and uh, interesting, sometimes frustrating, nerve-wracking, exhilarating. That can be a conversation with someone. And it only happens if you respect the other person, challenge them, listen to them, and have fun with them. So that's my advice to people out there and to myself. You know, that happens more than ever on this podcast is me just trying to give advice to myself. Uh, But do that and play music because here we go. Back into the Okapi Street mix. This is Session 20, the Experimentalist Podcast, brought to you by Menon.
Podcast session 20. The return of the sports episode. That's right. I had to say that with a scream. Get a little loud there because that's the deal. Sports. What is sports? What are sports? Is that questions that need to be asked? I don't know. Um, I think we know what... Essentially, they are games or contests between competitive individuals and teams. It can seem kind of straightforward, but then again, you gotta delve a little deeper past the jokes, you know? I mean, just thinking... This weekend, Father's Day weekend, we have the U.S. Open down in Pinehurst. We've got the World Cup going on. And I think some basketball, you know, maybe. I don't know. Is it basketball season? Not really sure. But there's a whole bunch of stuff. I know there was some basketball games like the Spurs. So... I mean, uh, but Father's Day, you know? This will definitely be... It's like um, U.S. Open. 
territory. It's awesome to be here walking the Ferris of the U.S. Open with him on Father's Day weekend. The first day, going out, shooting 68, being right in the mix with him on the bag. I mean, Owen did just a great job, and it was something that both of us will treasure and never forget. It's been 18 years since Fran Quinn played a U.S. Open. His oldest son, Owen, wasn't even born. Despite his young age, Owen knows how to keep his dad focused on the task at hand. I just try to keep uh, pushing him along through the day, through the ups and downs, just try to keep him going. Do what I can to help him. Talk when I need to talk, quiet when I need to be quiet, and just keep his head in the right place for the entirety of the round. I'm just tell him, hey dad, there's still more golf, gotta go make a birdie, let's go. While Fran appreciates and respects his son as a caddy, it's the father-son relationship that's the most important. I can't be prouder of Owen. He's uh, not only a, a terrific son, but he's been a great friend to me. He's a marvelous young man who's really got a great head on his shoulders, and I'm very proud of him. I saw that. That's a clip from, I think, the U.S. golf website. And that's going on. That's currently happening. Uh, and that is something that sports, that happens in sports, that gives it meaning. You know, you have these relationships and these people working through pressurous situations, Petey. And they, 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 you know, they find these moments that you, as a viewer, just wish you could have. Almost like you wish you could have that in real life. But that stuff is real. Um, that kind of hit me because I just started playing golf in my real life. And it's another thing where you can have these um, thoughts about different things ahead of time. Like, my one of my main feelings about golf was influenced by George Carlin really tearing into the whole idea of golf. And so I kind of accepted that as a belief of mine. I didn't think about it very hard, but I heard some funny jokes and I said, yeah, I, I could get beyond that. I believe that. And then, um, you know, you cut further ahead to, I'm an aging individual, so is my father, and why don't I spend a little time trying to get to know something that he really enjoys, and not take my opinion about it from some comedian who's passed on that I'll never meet 
I can re-listen to some of those words that he said and maybe get some enjoyment, but it's not the same as uh, walking around and challenging yourself in front of the dude that created you. But it's frustrating because golf is pretty difficult. Um, So you can have these moments where, you know, that video right there could get in my head. And I, and then I would think my own dad would be like, I wish my son could caddy for me and I could play the U.S. Open. However, blink, blonk, blow, that ain't gonna happen. And that's unfortunate. I mean, we could still give that a shot. I'd like my dad one day to be like, hey, I'm going out for the seniors tour. And I'll be like, I'll caddy for you. Straight up. And let's go try to do this. You know? Because I'd like to see him succeed and I'd like to be there. I mean, not that he's not a successful dude. He's so successful, it freaks me out. Because I can't help but compare myself to that. You know? I mean, even... In the musical world, he plays organ for church, for a church, maybe several churches, maybe the church of his mind, but I don't play for much of anybody, you know, so you ponder these things. I actually tried to call my dad today twice so far. Got nothing. But it's cool. I'll talk to him later. It'll probably be after podcast number three. So stick around for that to see how that turns out. We're going to go right into the next hot track. This one is brought to you by Karsh McCabe's lubrication oil for cars, not anything else. You need to lubricate your car. Go for, reach for Karsh McCabe's lubrication oil for cars and nothing else. And Karsh McCabe's organization is brought to you by track four off of the Bumpin' Circumstance album, Difference of Opinions. So check that out and watch the movie, Bumpin' Circumstance, brought to you by... Craig Maltby, the CEO of Magnanimous Media, brought to you by the city of Chicago. Also, maybe not the city of Chicago. I don't want to have to pay them any money. Here it is.
coming into my brain Everything is all completely insane But it's not really, it's just the rain Coming down on the window pane, yeah Everything is completely insane But it's really not, it's just the rain Pounding down on top of my brain Coming inside that window pane It's just the rain coming in my brain Coming outside at the top of the lane I'm trying to switch to the other side of the rain But the pain is just so hard to bear And now I'm gonna go there Everybody trying to hit to the stair Cause you come around and come up down And go down to the downtown Into the basement People rock down People go People rock And people roll People rock And people roll People rock And people roll roll, roll. And people roll. People roll. Alright. Alright, just trying to get a little nuts. Why not? Why not? You know. It's Father's Day. Come on. Have a good time. Have a good time with your kids, your children, your daughters, sons, wives, midwives, quarter wives. Quarter notes, eighth notes, whole notes, everything. The whole spectrum, the circle of fifths, and the reverse circle of fourths. Nice. So, yeah, golf. (laughs) It's a crazy sport. And it's very relevant to the whole struggle you know how do you pick something up how do you do it you decide to try to do it then you do it once twice maybe three times and go holy shit i suck at this how do you keep it up you know i mean the only way The only way that I can really see is to do it and make new acquaintances. It's the only way. The people you knew before, say they know how to do that thing, they're not going to want to be in the same company because you can't challenge them. You're kind of just getting up in that scene to be like, hey, I kind of like you guys. I just want to hang out. And then they're like, that's cool. Now we're in a situation where we have to be a dick. Because, look, when I'm out on the golf course with my dad, he starts playing like shit. And I feel bad about it because if you play a sport, let's um, let's go for an all-time backdoor favorite that everyone out there plays and probably has some skill at. We'll go with beer pong. Everybody's played it. Or flip cups. Let's go with flip cups. 
That's that's the true one. Everybody's played it. Everybody has had their moments, and everybody's had their moments where they can't flip a cup to save their hibbity-jibbity lives. They... And then the whole team is let down. That sticks with that person. If you've been through one of those moments and had a very bad loss, I'm talking your team's winning by two cups, you're the final person, and you can't figure it out, and everybody's screaming at you. Just flip the cup. Come on, you can do it. Rooting for you, getting angry, all the whole things all throughout there, and you just can't do it. You can't get the the motion down, and your team loses, and it's all on your shoulders. And then the next time there's a party where there's a flip cup championship going on, you're like, nah, I'll sit this one out. And uh, after a couple more parties where you're sitting out the games, hey, you're not even invited anymore, you know? So what you got to do is pick something. Get new acquaintances that are at your level. It's hard to do. Got to just do it. Got to get out there and play a song like the next piece that's going to close out this uh, this second section of the recap episodes. This is episode 20 of the Experimentalist Podcast. This is the final track of this episode called Kendall. What's up? Are you a book? Are you a technological piece of equipment created by an alien species trying to rule the world?